I'm Jack Semlicka, and welcome to this episode of our 2018 Precision Farming Dealer Podcast Series. In today's program, I had the chance to sit down with Eric Randolph, General Manager of Ag Express Electronics, to learn more about the specialized services the Iowa-based company provides, often being a valuable link between precision dealers and their customers. If this is your first time joining us, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast series, currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know, and we'll make every effort to get it added. And subscribing will allow you to get alerts when upcoming episodes in this series are released. I also encourage you to mark your calendars and plan to join us at the 4th Precision Farming Dealer Summit, January 7th and 8th in Indianapolis. The just-announced theme of this dealer-only event is Building Business Value with Recurring Revenue and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited, and you can visit PrecisionSummit.com for more information and program updates. Well, from being known early on as a wiring harness provider to now being a go-to outlet for solving equipment compatibility issues, Egg Express has adapted to the changing needs of the industry. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast, we share excerpts from my conversation with Eric, who discusses the company's growth to an 80-person, three-location company, their inability to say no to a precision solution challenge, and some of the oddest service requests they've received. I wanted to get to know you guys a little bit better. I know uh, certainly the, the niche that you guys serve you know, within the, the precision world uh, is kind of a unique one. And, and maybe you could talk a little bit about where you guys have seen things evolve from the precision standpoint uh, of the industry as a whole and kind of the, the needs that you guys are serving on the dealer side. Yeah, so the, it's, it's been our experience that you know, 15 years ago, uh, precision agriculture was was something that was only utilized by the big commercial operations or the the big guys had it and there was a certain amount of fear that that you would you would get from from the the medium-sized growers and um, you know I think as the as it's developed more and it's become more user-friendly it's it's certainly got got more of a presence we started out with planter monitors and and wiring harnesses and seed sensors and service is the the majority of what we do but we've kind of seen that evolve in the last 15 years to more of a you know the the commercial guys let go some of that equipment that they've used and guys start to pick it up used and then they want to use it and so we've we've been in a position where we've been able to service that and keep it out in the field Uh, so more guys get to get to see that technology and and it's not as scary when you can see it work you know so and i think as the the younger generation of farmers come up, they they want to do it faster. They want to do it uh, without spending as much money. So it, it's definitely become more of a widely used group of products that that everybody uses now. So we've kind of grown from strictly service to you know we kind of fill in the gap where you know some of the the major manufacturers they they manufacture for their product and they manufacture for their line. The OEMs don't. Uh, build for other OEMs with their products in mind to make them integrate. So, to save a guy from having to buy a another planter, if you want, if he likes his tractor and he wants to buy another planter, we'll get a phone call and say, "Well, I've got this planter and I've got this tractor. I want to 
figure out a way to make them talk. Is there something you can help us with? So that's why I say we kind of fill in the gap between the OEMs. And that's been really successful for us in the last 10 or 15 years to the point that it's almost become what people, you guys are the company that makes wiring harnesses or, you know, you make this, you made this for my neighbor and so that's what you guys do. Well, we do, but we also, we're, we're mainly a service company. So at, a, at our base, we're a customer service company. So the customer drives the demand for what we produce. So, you know, it, it, all of these precision solutions that we've come up with have all originated from a phone call from a grower or from a precision dealer that says, my customer wants to do this. Is there any way that it can be done? And we'll sit down and we'll, we'll figure it out. It doesn't always work the first time we send it out. So there's been a fair amount of trial and error. So if they've got patience and they want to try something, we'll, we'll try anything once, you know. So Precision Ag isn't really a, a business of no. You can't say no too many times before they they move on down the road and find somebody who will say yes. Right. So right. that's been my experience. My personal experience is, is uh, you just can't say no. You the you say, well, we'll, we'll give it a try, and if, if you want to work with us, we'll see if it'll work. And then it just grows from there. We, we do something enough, and then we say, you know, that's pretty popular. We should uh, kind of mass produce this and make it available and advertise it for more people to use. And we keep a pretty good record of all the, all the things we've ever done so we can, we can look back and say, well, we did something really similar to that. We can pull this out. We can see if it'll work, if we need to tweak it a little bit. So but that, that's kind of what we've been able to provide for a, a lot of the precision dealers. And the, they're trying to sell the precision equipment, but sometimes there's this gap that needs to be filled. And, you know, we, we're able to facilitate that. So that's, that's what we've become known for. And, you know, people think we're a lot bigger than we are, but we're actually in a company of 80 employees uh, spread out over three locations. And, you know, the guy that you talk to on the phone is and ask about this precision cable is also the guy that fixed your precision virtual terminal. Uh, he's working on a repair while he's talking to you on the phone. And, you know, we've only just recently kind of branched into more of a, a sales, you know, a, a, a go on offense with sales with some of our other product lines. We hear back from the sales rep in the field that, you know, your reputation's already there. It precedes you, you know, just because we never say no. You can't get very far without without saying yes a few times. What what have you seen as the biggest change uh, in I guess the service needs of of dealers that you guys are working with uh, over the last you know five ten maybe even fifteen years? Uh, I know, you know there's been a lot of evolution within the industry, certainly the hardware side. Um, but what what are you guys seeing uh, from kind of the the needs and, and the services that you guys uh, are, are called upon to provide? You know, we're seeing a big, a big trend towards just software-based operations. You know, everything that used to have a standalone system or a standalone monitor, uh, they can just program in and they can run it with their iPad now. The upfront expense of using all this technology is, is a lot. When you don't have to buy all that hardware, uh, which down the road requires more service, requires more upkeep, updates, you know, they can just push an update out over an app. And, you know, that's kind of where we see a lot of this technology is moving to just cloud-based. And, you know, you see, if you look around, you know, the Farm Progress show, you'll see way more 
vendors here that are exhibiting software solutions or data. It's all about data collecting and utilizing the data to save money to grow more crop in smaller space. You know, so it's all it's all software. So if you, if you know we're I think we might have to get a few software engineers on on staff just to, to keep up with the, the demand that's going to be coming. So I was going to ask, you know, how does how does Ag Express kind of fit into that evolution uh, that's going on in Precision Ag now with more of a, a data-driven emphasis? Well, there's always going going to have to be a way to collect the data. There's, you know, anything that, that communicates over Bluetooth with that iPad has to be wired into the system somehow. So we're still going to be there providing the filling in the gaps. There's going to be gaps on anything that comes out, you know, moving forward. And, and one of the retiring, one of the founders that just retired here at the end of last year, he, when he spoke to the company, he said, you know, there's things that haven't even been invented yet that you're going to have the opportunity to, to service. And, you know, so we work really hard to try to stay relevant in this new this new uh, environment and you know so then and, and it goes back to never saying no if somebody calls and says we want you to try this then, well yeah we'll try it well you let us know if it works and if it works then we'll try it again so yeah. so what, what are some of the more unusual requests that you've got I mean you mentioned being in a position where you can't necessarily afford to say no so there's obviously got to be a challenge probably thrown down on more than one occasion when somebody calls and said hey can we do this? <laughs> yeah, we get we get some strange requests sometimes with with the with the video integration into all these monitors. We have had a lot of requests a few years ago to to wire up so that people could watch Netflix on their their <laughs> virtual terminals. And uh, I actually tried it once. He never called me back and let me know if it worked or not. But I tried it. I didn't know how he was going to hear what he was watching, but he he wanted to try it. So we get a lot of requests. You know, everybody. I mean, they sit in the cab that's of a tractor that's driving itself. You know, they imagine what's possible. You know, well, I've got this. It does this. Maybe it could do this. Maybe it could do all of this. You know, and and that's where we get a call. He'll call us while he's in the cab of the tractor and say, "Hey, I was thinking about doing this. Is there?" So we get some some pretty pretty strange requests like that. Um, and I didn't say no. I built him that cable, and, and we'll see if it. He never did call me back to see if let me know if it worked, but it almost had to it was video so you know we get a lot of the phone calls we get are I have an ag leader monitor going in a John Deere tractor I've got a case planter I want to use my Trimble receiver and I've got this precision planting uh, swath control and my dealer said to call you guys so he'll call us and in that case we more than likely we can come up with something that'll make that work for him if not, we'll always point them in the direction where, you know, if we know a dealer that, that has the capabilities to do that, we'll point them in that direction and we'll point them back to the dealer with the recommendation of where they should go next. So you can't always say yes, but you don't have to say no. You can say, I'm not sure, but here's the best place to look. You know, we're customer service. We are at, our, at its base, a customer service business. That's what we do. So um, anytime we can offer, we don't always make money when we answer the phone but we always try to make a solution for that grower. I've, I've got a deal that hangs in my office that says find a way to solve the customer's problems. And that's just, we all, all 80 employees, that's what we do every day. So. 
what have you guys found to, found to be the uh, kind of one of the more challenging aspects? You know, when you're talking about uh, kind of solving some of those, especially probably compatibility problems. Yes. You know, and, and that's obviously been you know probably a sore point for a lot of farmers. Certainly a challenge for dealers. You know, when they get you know dealing with those customers that have very mixed fleets. Uh, you know, different types of technology that they're looking to get functionality from. What are you guys seeing as, um, you know, either obstacles that still remain there or even, uh, I guess, opportunities that, that have been created with perhaps some of the progress that's been made there? Some of the challenging aspects are you can't change software with wiring, so you can't change the way this, if this particular system was designed to not work in this way, we can't. You know, the, the perception is because we've done it in the past successfully is that we can, you have a cable to make this work. Well, we, we don't, the, you can't, the software won't allow that. Or, you know, this, this manufacturer said that it won't work, but I wanted to stop and ask you, and we get that a lot at trade shows, you know, they'll, they'll go to one booth and then they'll stop by our booth just to kind of verify what they've been told. So that's one thing that's, that's kind of challenging and we're always looking for ways to, to help with that, whether it's a kind of a third party software interface, you know, ISO has been that that standard has been huge for for companies like us and and for other companies to do that sort of work but um, it makes it makes a lot of things possible that weren't possible in the past and and but that's one challenging thing if something's not written to that standard there's not really anything that that we can do but in that case we will explain why it won't work and we'll explain if to do the function that they want to do we'll point them in the direction to get that solution answered. Maybe we know of another manufacturer that has it standalone or we know if you, we tell them what questions to ask from that manufacturer to to get the, the answer that they're looking for. That's one of the biggest challenges, uh, trying to stay relevant when the, you know, the manufacturers aren't exactly forthcoming with Ag Express, you know, um, so sometimes we have to be persistent in trying to gather that information so we can make it work for our customers. And our biggest intent is to make make it easier for the end user. Uh, we don't we don't sell a lot of precision equipment primarily for the reason that we don't want to compete with with our dealer customers. You know, so uh, in many cases we'll get a phone call from a grower who says, "Well, this dealer wants to sell me this, and you know, do you have it?" And he just wants to price match. And I I would say we always say just call call your dealer back and and they're a good dealer we've done business with them um, you may need this wiring harness from us but you can order that through the dealer or we'll deal direct if if he wants to get the harness from us and the dealer's okay with it our biggest group of customers are the implement dealers and the precision dealers we like to to make it easy for the dealer to serve their customers as well you guys kind of, you know, have have another somewhat of a unique position in the industry to be, you know, almost kind of a brand agnostic company. I mean, you work with the OEMs, you know, you work with the precision suppliers, uh, obviously, you know, with the dealers, and then solving problems across a variety of brands. You know, whereas if you have case dealer or deer dealer, they might be more well versed in, in that particular brand, but you guys are well versed in, in each of those. From a, you know, kind of a training standpoint, how do you, you know, maintain that with your staff on, I guess, being up to speed on, on what they need to know from that kind of problem-solving perspective? With training, it, it's easy to start with training them on the practice of, of farming. So, you know, we explain uh, the planting. Every planter fundamentally 
is identical in the way they operate. You know, some of them have more features than others. Some of them, their their main focus is to deliver the seed into the furrow, and every planter that's ever been made does it, does that exactly the same way. They deliver the seed differently. They meter it differently, but fundamentally that system is generic. So if we start by explaining that system, you know, we start on a system systematic level rather than a box on a on a bench or a box in a brochure. So um, we, we start off training those people that answer the phones. Why do farmers strip till or you know, how does a strip till toolbar work? Why do they do that? Uh, and this is why they need to know whether the tube's blocked or not. And then we build on that and then we start to explain the different systems and the different manufacturers, what they do differently. Ultimately, experience is the best teacher. You know, most of the people that answer our telephones or, or provide the customer service, the majority of, of them have been here for five, 10 years. The majority of our company has been with us for you know, several years. We're, we're not a new company. People, people start to work with us and then they, they just stick around. They, they don't leave, so it's, we just build on the experience of every phone call, every situation. We file that, we learn from it. We learn from what didn't work, we learn from what worked, and then we just build on that. And we pass that along to everybody that, that picks up the phone. So anytime the phone gets picked up, you know, generally there's two or three people on standby to assist that person. If they don't, if they don't know the answer, they, we have an expert on, hang on, it's a John Deere question. Hey, I have an expert on John Deere. So we'll get him over to that guy and he'll, he'll take it through. So it's, it's a challenge to train because we're expect people call us with the expectation when we pick up the phone that we're going to know the answer to their question on a product that we didn't design, we didn't build, we didn't write the software. You know, we might have to look up what the actual features of that are, but we can we'll find them an answer, and that's where we the systems, experience, and we train customer service into so then the desire is there to to help the customer out. That's that's how we handle the, the training. Any opportunity we get to train with the manufacturers, we always welcome that. And there's been certain cases where, where that's been welcomed with, with open arms and, and that, that always helps. And in the end, it, it helps Ag Express, but in the end, it helps our customers, which is what we're, we're all trying to do. You know, we're trying to help that customer buy more of that manufacturer's equipment. We talked a little bit about kind of where the industry is trending, uh, but where do you see as kind of maybe the the next opportunity for Ag Express or uh, looking at kind of the uh, uh, the next evolution of, of where, you know, kind of the needs of the growers and the dealers that you work with might, might be evolving toward? I was reading an article last week uh, about the future of precision ag and, you know, and, and nothing was surprising there's everything's trending towards autonomous autonomous equipment operations uh, robotics drones and that all feeds into the data collecting and the software um, you know being able to produce a crop with less inputs more crop on a square piece of ground instead of broadcast spraying an entire field going in and just attacking one one weed on site you know the, that technology's coming it's already in development and that's where if the growers and the precision dealers need help facilitating those products or there's a way that we can fill in the gaps between those new products then we're we're going to always be trying to do that we have people that 
that's their full-time job is just trying to trying to figure out ways to fill those gaps with Ag Express. Well, thank you, Eric, for taking time to chat with me at this year's Farm Progress Show and learn more about the past, present, and future plans for Ag Express Electronics. And I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program, so feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessitermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2441. And if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store to get an alert when upcoming episodes are released. You can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership today by registering online for our free daily email update and be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Finally, just another quick reminder to join us at the upcoming 4th Precision Farming Dealer Summit, January 7th and 8th in Indianapolis. Again, the announced theme of this dealer-only event is building business value with recurring revenue and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited, and you can visit PrecisionSummit.com for more information and program updates. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on October 12th for the next episode in our 2018 podcast series. For Eric Randolph, Egg Express Electronics, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Semlicka. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.